Welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we read Parsha Metzora and uh, Rabbi Itzhak Ginsberg in his, uh, in his very beautiful book called The Inner Dimensions gives us a beautiful explanation of this Torah portion. He says that the two Torah portions of Taseri and Metzora deal with the loss of Sarat. And as we remember last week, we were talking about this uh, spiritual malady that manifested itself in the skin when a person spoke evil about someone else, when a person did Lashonara, and this would be manifest in the skin. Today, we don't have this malady because we're in a, we're in, in, spiritually not in that level. These were people who were in a very high spiritual level and Hashem showed them in their body what was wrong with them. Today, we don't, we don't have this because we're in Exodus, we're in exile, and we don't have this, um, this gift. So we see that the, the word for disease, nega, is also the root to, to, of the word to touch. And the fact that they share the same root, root word is very significant. So we see that disease is a negative uh, phenomenon. It's something that really uh, is, is negative. It doesn't come from a good place. And most of the reference to touching in the Bible are also negative. So, so we see that a nega, a disease, and to touch also the references of, of the verb to touch someone else are, are not seen in a good eye. So we see the first time this verb appears in the Torah is, a, is in the context of the touching of the tree of knowledge before Adam and Eve sinned, uh, which threw the world into exile. And we live in a reality today because of this primordial sin. Uh, it came to be because they did something they shouldn't have done. The Hashem told them from every tree in the, in, the, in the Garden of Eden, you can eat, you can take, you can touch. But this one here, you cannot touch. So we see that uh, the, in the laws of impurity in the portion of Metzora, we repeatedly find expression and expressions, anyone who touches will become impure. Is physical contact, contact, uh, contact always negative? That's what uh, the question is here. So the answer of, 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 of the Torah that teaches us, uh, it says that when we touch someone or something for our own benefit, when it comes from an egocentrical place, um, a place of, of, uh, of self-indulgence, self-pleasure, uh, uh, without regard towards the thing that you're touching or the person you're touching, then it is a negative action. It's not supposed to be that way. So we see that the sages teach us that the principal cause of Sarah is illicit speech. This we learned last week. In Kabbalah, the tongue, the tongue, the organ of speech, is related to, to the procreative organ. And if you look at them, they look, they look similar. So there is an essential need to circumcise our speech. Just as we, in Kabbalah, it also talks about the circumcision of the heart. It also talks about the circumcision of the speech. And, um, and what this means is that we should really use our, our speech for holy purposes. We have to be very careful what we talk about and how we talk, the way not only what we say, but the way we say it. Sometimes people 
talking ways that are not refined, uh, cursing, and it's it's not a it's not refined, it's not uh, good speech, and this is liable to the flood through idle chatter or other types of prohibited speech that touch our friends and acquaintances in painful and harmful ways. So you not only with the hands you can harm people you can harm people a lot with with what you say with your words it touches people it breaks them so it it all begins from self-interested and egocentricity the word disease nega appears in this portion of the torah a total of 61 times imagine the word disease appears in the in the in the portions of Tzaraz and, and Metzora 61 times. 61 is the numerical value of the word Ani. Ani means I. And I is ego. And so the, this upholds the idea that putting the ego first and prohibited touching is the root of disease. Uh, this is something very profound and something to, to, to think about, that the root of disease is your ego and is when you touch people, not only physically, spiritually, emotionally, in not uh, dignified and holy ways. So what he says is that conversely, setting aside one's ego and acting selflessly until we transform the ego into nothing, which is Ein, resulting the greatest spiritual pleasure, which is Onek. And the, these three words, Ani, Ein, and Onek, uh, share the same letters. So touching the heart, what he's saying is that to touch the heart is true empathy. Empathy, on the other hand, is a, is a proper way to touch a person. It's a proper way of touching someone else, not physically, but I mean in the heart. Take, and this takes things to, to heart in a positive way. When you tell someone, oh, I get you, I get you, you're going through such a hard time, I feel for you. I, I am very upset you're suffering. This touches a person in a very positive way. So the verse that best expresses this type of positive touch appears with reference to King Shaul's followers when they said, and the soldiers went with him, those whose hearts had been touched by God. This is in, in Shmuel, in the book of Kings. And the newly chosen king had not yet acquired any concrete accomplishments. He hadn't done anything great. He, he had just been uh, named the king. But nevertheless, Hashem's word touched the soldiers' hearts. So rectifying undesirable contact begins with the abstinence from all social contact. Contact. And this is a little bit um, extreme, but this is what happened to a person that contracted Saras because he spoke evil about somebody else and he touched him in the wrong way. And so this person that was afflicted with the Saras, uh, one of the processes that he had to go through in order to be healed was that he had to quarantine himself and get out of society. He, he, he had to be separate from everybody else. And he had to experience this loneliness that, that, that Saras brought. Because when you speak about somebody else, when you say negative things about somebody else, or even not even negative, if you're talking truth about somebody else, and this, what it does is it alienates the person that it's being talked about. Imagine if they come and they tell you, oh, you know, your friend such and such, he said this about you, this horrible thing. 
you're gonna feel like ostracized. You're gonna feel like um, like separated from everybody else. So the rectification continues by nullifying the ego, the ego, the ani, the me, until it becomes nothing, which is the ein, which is a permutation of these same letters. So egocentricity, selfishness, demanded its place in the limelight. In its place, we need modesty, humility, selflessness, uh, giving of yourself. And this is alluded to in the Cedar Log, that which was used to purify that the person had to bring as an offering. The scarlet thread and the bunch of moss that the afflicted individual takes to complete the healing process. So the log of the stately cedar tree represents his previously lofty egocentricity. The scarlet thread and the bunch of moss represent his newly acquired state of humility. Now we're going now uh, soon to enter the, uh, the holiday of Pesach, of Passover. As we're right now at this moment, people should be cleaning their homes. They have to get rid of all the hammocks in their homes. They, we're not only cleaning physically, we're also cleaning spiritually uh, every trace of hammocks that we have inside of ourselves. Hammocks is represented by, by egocentricity. This is what it is, it's arrogance. And um, Pesach is a holiday in which we really try very hard to get rid of that very bad character, character trait because okay you can have an ego you need to have a, a, an identity you need to know you exist that you are who you are but in a way you cannot allow it to get so big that then you are the only existence of the world so the disease of Saras appeared in some of the greatest biblical figures we see that it has it appeared Moses Moshe Rabbeinu had Saras his hand turned white like snow for a few moments uh, Miriam the prophetess Moshe Rabbeinu's sister who was a Zadeke this is highly spiritual people contracted Saraz the whole Jewish people had to encamp while she was quarantined and wait for her till she recovered and they could move on and this is something this is one of the six remembrances of the day that we read every day that remember what happened to Miriam on her way and it's to remember that how our words really are like arrows and we have to be so careful not to uh, touch people in the wrong places uh, not only in a physical way but also in a in a speech way so most surprisingly teaches rabbi ginsburg is that messiah messiah our redeemer the final uh, redeeming king of israel will initially be inflected by saras but this saras that he's gonna have is not something that came to him because of his evil speech. Obviously, Mashiach is beyond that. And Isaiah states that, and we thought, and we thought him to be inflicted, plagued by God and tortured. In the Talmud, the Mashiach is called the pale student of Rebbe's school. Why as a result of Saras? And why did he have Saras? Mashiach is afflicted by Saras because he constantly senses the most painful Jewish disease, which is exile. He has so much empathy. 
he, he touches everybody with so much empathy that he himself contracts this disease of the ego of exile. It's so contagious. He himself, because of his empathy, he gets it. He's deeply touched by the current state of the Jewish people, and his positive sense of touch results from his concern for those individuals whose hearts have not yet been touched by God. Mashiach suffers greatly. Indeed, he has suffered our sickness and he has tolerated our pain. This reminds me of a person that I met many years ago. Uh, this couple in Israel, it was the time of the rockets falling in Sderot. Uh, all the time there were rockets falling in Sderot. And this beautiful couple decided to make a bar mitzvah for their son in, in conjunction with a boy from Sderot that had been afflicted by terrorism. So they brought this boy to Jerusalem, they celebrated their bar mitzvahs in, um, in the Kotel, and um, and that night we went to Zerot, they invited us. We went to Zerot, to the, to the Chabad shul there, to, to go and dance with the boys, to, to enjoy a, a party for the boys. And it was a surreal experience. The father of the boy was in a wheelchair and he was dancing in his wheelchair. I had never seen so much joy in a face. The mother, on the other hand, also had been hit by a rocket. She was blinded, she couldn't see, and she missed her teeth. She had no teeth. And so the, the next night was Shabbat and we were having dinner at the Tzemak Sedek Shul with them. They were still celebrating the Bar Mitzvah. And we come to the, to the Tzemak Sedek Shul and I sit next to her and I see her, she smiles and she's missing a tooth. And I said, what happened to you? He says, you won't ever believe what happened to me. I fell down and I, I lost a tooth. I hit on my mouth and I lost a tooth. And I said, you were so empathetic towards this lady, the mother of the other boy. It was so much empathy. She felt so much for her that at the end she ended up losing a tooth too. So, so this is Mashiach. He feels so much empathy towards the Jewish people in our exile that he, he also experiences our pain. It's not just that this king is going to come and save the Jewish people. He's also suffering with us. So every Jew has a spark of Mashiach at the essence of our souls. Each of us is deeply disturbed by our ongoing exile in our deeper, 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 most deepest way. We know the world is not as it should be. We know this is not how it should run. We know there, that it's wrong, that there's many things that are going on that are not what Hashem wants from us. And if all of us would connect to that point, if we all could come there, our, all our afflictions would be transformed into positive contact. Uh, empathy. Empathy, love towards other people would save the world. And when all the individual sparks of Mashiach are revealed, the specific soul of Mashiach will be empowered by the revelation and he will be revealed as the ultimate redeemer of Israel and of the entire world. So this will happen today if you listen to his voice, if you listen to his pain. And appropriately, the numerical value of today, Hayom, the word today, Hayom, is also 61. So it all depends whether the state of our egos is an I, a me, is it me, 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 egocentricity, I believe, I want, I, 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 or is it 
or is it I'm nothingness? It's uh, are we selfless? And that's the question. So I want to wish you a blessed week. Um, in these weeks, we should be really, really uh, working. This is the energy of the of the month to work on our egos, to make them flat like the matzah, tasteless, to really make ourselves small, to get out of the picture, to get out of ourselves, to look around us, to look what's needed. What am I needed for? Not what do I need? What am I needed for? And just connect to the to the pain of everybody. So I wish you a blessed week and remember live a little higher. Thank you.